All right, welcome to the Two Sons Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, I, I'm saying Monday because we set this day aside because Wednesday is going to be our return to Star Wars yeah. with uh, the first of the Thrawn Ascendancy books that Luke is scheduled to complete sometime <laughs> over the next 48 hours, as well as... Uh, my wife and I, at we already set it aside, at uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow at Tucson time, the uh, Andor episodes should all come out. Yeah. I informed her that we would be chain watching the three of them one after the other. Dude, three is just so many. I know, but we got to get it done because yeah. uh, Wednesday morning is a Star Wars day. So for all of you guys who have been following us for Star Wars content and have been deprived for the last three weeks or so, uh, we are going to get back on that front this Wednesday. Super excited about that. Super excited for that show too. I'm just I'm just ready to get into yeah. Star Wars. Oh, me too. Again. I'm I'm ready to get back into it. The show is called Two Sons Podcast. Yes, it is. And you're gonna you're getting a little view of Tucson here. This is for my buddy Luke's backyard, his beautiful backyard with his beautiful pool and the beautiful mountains in the background. Um, I'm not sure how often we'll try this because the mosquitoes <laughs> and the wasp, huge wasp, <laughs> right? That is a big wasp. <laughs> <laughs> just just the uh, it'll pass. <laughs> Angry. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd he go? Uh, He's up there. I think we're good for now. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of gnats as well. The the wheels have already fallen off. Okay, we are we have we are we've survived the wasp. The question is now: Will we survive the mosquitoes? Literally, Um, we might get rained out too. Yeah, yeah. All sorts (laughs) of things could go wrong with this experiment. But that's what it is. It's an experiment. Um, If you guys uh, could subscribe to the YouTube channel, we'd sincerely appreciate it. As well as following us on all of our socials, I always put a link at the uh, underneath the video. that just kind of takes you to a link tree that has all of our different pages and stuff like that. Today we're going to be uh, going over episode four of House, excuse me, of uh, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and then we will also be going over episode five, five. of uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragons. So uh, those will be released today and tomorrow. Do you say House of the Power or do you say Rings Ho- of Power? House of the Rings of the Power of the <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we're going to we're going to start today with uh, uh we're going to start today with uh um, the Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. Yep, yep. So uh this one had a a classic Game of Thrones scene in it at the end, which is and it's funny cuz I was listening to the little like post uh, show Whatchamacallit, like like the the making of the show oh, yeah. like scene at the end and they're right. talking about like every Game of Thrones season needs to have a wedding where stuff goes wrong and it's not just that, it's <laughs> Is that a Lola hair? What is that? <laughs> you literally have a spider web attached to your head. Are you serious? Yes. Let me get it. <laughs> this might be the last time we do an outdoor episode. The outdoor the outdoor episode is a disaster. Uh anyway, so uh, the this is to me it was classic Game of Thrones in the sense that the actual episode it's or the actual wedding itself had like seventeen different dynamics taking oh, place. Oh, there was so much to unravel. and just a ridiculous yeah. amount of tension. Like yeah. Damon gets accused of murder. Acute, yeah, yeah. There's well, literally a murder. Right. The, 
uh, all of these like weird like uh, like everyone is just going out of their way to disrespect the king in all yeah, these Allison different ways. Yeah, shows up late wearing green. Yeah, which yeah. was like a total power move on her part. It was just it was a really it was a really interesting episode, and so things Kristen are escalating Cole. very fast. Right. Well, yeah, the wheels just completely fall off in the last like five minutes, and then the the wedding ceremony, they're just in tears. The oh, dude. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just okay. terrible. And there's blood on the ground. <laughs> I know, and so, the rat, and then a rat's like licking up the blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Game of Thrones. <laughs> I missed that because like once again, I was watching the the after scene, uh-huh. and they're like. They're like, yeah, no, uh, Viserys decides to make it a shotgun wedding and like get him quickly oh, right. married right at the end of the ceremony. Right. And I was like, oh, because like at first I was like, how much time has elapsed here? Like, why is there no one there? Why is there still blood on the ground? Now I get it. Like, they went literally that night. Right. Immediately There's like after food scattered the all over the table. It was oh, a mess. dude. It was a, a, complete, a complete disaster. But it goes to show you just how political that wedding was. Like, Viserys right. is like, we cannot afford to have anything else right. go south here at all whatsoever so it all got started though by sir chris and cole just letting loose on um lionel's what's his name lionel? yeah lionel's uh, lionel's, lionel's paramour lover whatever yeah. yeah i uh that was not what i was expecting because like the no. whole time you're watching that wedding you're like where's it gonna go south like is the queen gonna make an announcement where right. she just puts everything down uh, about the uh, about the the sex between Sir Kristen Cole and, and, Rhaenyra. and Rhaenyra, or is Damon going to end up like fighting this random dude from the Eyrie, or like right. like what's going to happen? The last thing I expected was uh, him, uh, Sir Kristen Cole, randomly going crazy. And killing the other lover dude. Yeah. Even though the lover dude was like, hey, dude, we're all on the same side here. Right. We know some secrets, but you probably know a secret now. So, yeah. Yeah. It was completely out of left field, completely uncalled for. It, and then and he then didn't he seem almost, that upset when he told him either. Right. Like, he, he kind of walked stone, by him and he, was, he looked kind of annoyed, cold. but not like bad. Right. Right. But he was, he, he calls himself, what does he call himself? A man of the, uh, what is that? He had some name for himself, and then by by him no longer being a virgin anymore, it was a huge deal for him, right? Oh, yeah, uh, no, he's in the Kingsguard. Yeah. So in the Kingsguard, like we talked about this a while back. Remember, they have to like when we were talking about Jamie Lannister and how he had to give up his like houses and titles and all that stuff. Apparently, it's also a vow of chastity. Yeah. Which I was unaware of uh, as well, but I think it's chastity outside the confines of marriage. I think you're fine if oh. you get married. Huh. I believe. I'm not certain about that, but I I think that may or may not. Well, be the that case. would that would make. Sense sense because he did think he was just going to get married yeah oh yeah he just yeah, yeah like oh, he was like, like shocked that right near was like no man we can't get married what a ridiculous Sorry. proposal he I had know. there hey dude let's run away like sure that'll go well your father has dragons <laughs> like, i know <laughs> and what do you do are you taking your dragon to essos like what like yeah yeah so she she suggests that they all just like elope right. to to like bravos or something and and i i, I sir Kristen came off looking like like a petulant teenage boy a little he bit did. in this episode. He went full Anakin Skywalker. Oh, dude. <laughs> he kind of lost it a little bit and ended up just making everything just go super bad. And it wasn't exactly... Fastly, it wasn't exactly... Uh, it wasn't exactly what they... Per, like like portrayed him as in the first no. four episodes. They made him he seem kind of tougher than that. Yeah, he was very you know stoic. I mean? Yeah, well, and it's kind of funny because each episode I thought he was less and less tough because... Even uh, when he took off all of his armor, when um, Rhaenyra was 
trying to get with them. He was a skinny little man. He was a skinny little man. Yeah, I yeah, thought he was a good point. Just, like super strong, dude. <laughs> and then he was super skinny. Very Turns average. out plate metal just makes you look just huge. Just huge. Well, he looks super wide. Yeah, <laughs> that armor is ridiculous. You can't fight in that. Oh, man, that was funny when uh, when uh, Rhaenyra uh, uh, basically turns him down. But in like in like a, like, hey, we can still have our thing on the side. Right. And then he's like, so I'm your whore? I know. It's like, <laughs> dude, what are you talking about? No, that's not what she said at all. Oh, gosh, that was pretty great. I uh, the, the other... Uh, there's a bunch to unpack at the wedding that I want to get to in just a second, but like the there was kind of a tone set at the beginning with uh, um, with Viserys showing up to Driftmark, yeah, and him not being greeted at the gate, right, and then like literally he walks into the hall and Corliss is sitting in his throne. Right. Waits for him to approach. Then he gets up and like nonchalantly walks over and then he like takes a knee and right. calls him your grace. And it just was kind of like, it kind of reminded me of like how, you know, generally in life with our bosses and with our superiors, you know, we're constantly aware of what is respectful versus uh, disrespectful. Right. Like, you know, little manners and, and mannerisms and things like that that are important to convey respect. And like this episode was the first episode where like, everybody just was like just completely unbothered by Viserys and anything right. he could do right in for retribution over a sign of disrespect like right he's like not only weak politically but also he's just weak physically as well now oh yeah know? his all of his fingers are pretty much off oh dude he's he is completely on the like every time I keep seeing the the preview for the next episode and Viserys is like still alive I'm like really dude he looks like Schmeagol in the dude, preview oh, his dude hair oh dude oh splotchy and like <laughs> no he literally does look like Schmeagol that's literally what he yeah. looks like but the uh like that's at his co- like his cousin is married to Corliss and mm-hmm. she's doing this and what was interesting is uh at the end of that scene if you remember like like uh Reyna literally says to Corliss like that was a weak move kind of by him coming here and pleading for us to marry our son. And to the point where like Corliss feels comfortable asking if we can steal the last name away. Right. I know. What did you make of the compromise? Um, I think, I don't know. I, I didn't even understand it. Like, I so, think he was saying that like when, when they're wed, they get Corliss's house name. And then when it's time for Rhaenyra to become queen, then they go back to the his name. Well, that was what I, that was what was confusing to me. So their kids would I couldn't tell if they were saying like their children would be Valerian, or if they were saying that Rhaenyra would become Rhaenyra Valerian, but then their children would be Targaryen. Oh, I is thought, that what you were picking up? I could be wrong. Our viewers probably know, but I was picking up that when the wedding happened before Rhaenyra's queen, they're going to not be Targaryen. And then is the second she becomes queen, then it's going to go back to Targaryen. I could oh. be wrong. That wouldn't make sense either, though. But yeah, that it, it could because like he, uh, Corliss literally says at one point, he's like, "This is a valid compromise" or something like that, as if right. he had offered some sort of secession to him. Which right. Was, but which I feel like weird. the throne was always going to remain Targaryen. Yeah, obviously. Because like that was the, what the was whole, so well, the whole entire dragon thing. Yeah. Right. That was the whole entire point of it. So. Yeah, it was weird. It was like it was. There was such a weird like battle of wills taking place there. You were right on about the hand of the king thing, and ended up being the guy, which we still don't know his name. Mysterious, oh, yeah. mysterious ally of Viserys. I know. I wrote yeah. it down. You I'll did think of it. Yeah. Don't 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 mind me. I was. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's his name. That's his name. He's a, he's all around good dude. You were spot on. You were spot on on that one. Yeah. Um, 
Damon just straight up murders his wife. Lionel. Lionel, yes, that's yeah. his name, yes. All um, around good dude. All around good dude. Just totally loyal to Viserys, non-political, just gets it. Um, there's that random scene where Damon just goes home and murders his wife and then leaves. Uh, what, what was interesting there is in the post-show, I don't know if you yeah, watched it. Yeah, the post-show was interesting. Yeah, like he straight up says that like in the books, she just falls and dies off her horse, but her skull is crushed. Right. And they actually add in the Damon part. Right, and, and then I liked how ex- uh, explicit they were about how Damon for sure killed her, mm-hmm. well, most likely, unless someone came out of nowhere and crushed her head with a rock, because obviously her head wasn't crushed when the scene had ended but then later on he's the episode, holding the giant like, rock right right but then later on in the episode it says that she had a crushed head so uh-huh. well and they they straight up say like in the post show thing they're like they're like our intention was to make it look like damon shows up not knowing what he's gonna do right but she like gives him attitude <laughs> her and character that's, was so cool too. oh dude She's absolutely my f- like favorite character that i've had thus far and of yeah. course, like she was in the show for what a whole four minutes and then got well killed. dude and she so she's so different from the chick from the eerie in the game of thrones episode because like in the game of thrones uh series like the the lady from the eerie is like this creepy old woman who like breastfeeds her 13 year old oh. boy <laughs> like and is like clearly just insane yeah and then this chick is just like i think just her name is, i think her name is Rhea. This chick is just like like I ride horses. And She's I like I'm going hunting right now. No, yes. I don't need you to come with me. I'm cool. And then she gets crushed by a horse. Oh, dude. Well, and they must have showed up to the scene and seen like because that one dude is like certain that that Damon killed her. Oh yeah. You know, like just absolutely certain. And he basically there was he came up to Damon with so much fervor, but then like as soon as Damon basically like kind of like put him in his place so to right. speak like he kind of meekly walked I away know. i thought that, that was weird too he's like he's like yeah justice will be served or something along along that line he's like, and then damon's like well no i own i own everything she owned and then oh, yeah. that give me put her in, inheritance right now yeah and then that put him in his place for some reason i, I feel like that would have just pissed me off even more if i was him and i yeah just try to kill him right there that was confusing but i think we can safely assume that that whole dynamic is not yet over yeah i'd like to think well and that's that's one of the big chips right so, so there's all these uh playing pieces out on the table now and then all these fractures have occurred right so damon's a fracture um allison is a fracture in the hightower family um the fracture that you were just talking about you know the, the quarrel between damon mm-hmm. and, and that one guy so there's all of these fractures that are occurring um and then sir Kristen cole I'd like to think he's not dead yet. I mean, he was going to kill himself, obviously. But, I, but I think clearly Allison, the queen steals him back at the yeah, last Yeah, I think Alicent um, makes it so he doesn't kill himself. And then I think she's going to use him as a pawn. I don't. I find him not as a super strong character all of a sudden. Yeah, so that fracturing concept you're talking about is what's really interesting. Because um, we had a comment. And again, like we've Luke and I have always said we're not experts on game of thrones or anything we just wanted to organically react to the show the way that we would and and do it you know kind of within the scope of the way that you and i like to talk about stuff right and we went into this show purposefully not doing a ton of research because we didn't want to come into it knowing everything but we do lead, like to read our youtube comments and we had somebody that kind of broke down <laughs> and apparently we're like uh, you and I and our entire guesses of how this was go- would go down is so wrong because apparently this entire story <laughs> is, already is about this blatant civil war that takes place within the Targaryen family. And and it's heading in that direction. Right. And it goes even further than that. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry to do this too, but I have to. 
Uh, I'm watching a random episode of of Game of Thrones the other day, and Joffrey is like walking um, uh, uh, the Tyrell the Tyrell chick through the crypts of the Red Keep, and she like he like points down this hole, and he's like, "Look down there, that's Rhaenyra Targaryen," and he's like, he's like, "Yeah, she got eaten by her brother's dragon, <laughs> while her own son watched." And I'm like, Carly and I are looking at each other like, like what? What? <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> like, this is, hold on a second. <laughs> We're like, okay. And uh, so I, I'm taking all these like pieces of information and those fractures are what are interesting to me because it's like, right. Okay. So like, it's clear that Rhaenyra has Viserys' support. So you can probably count on that Hand of the King guy and his how and all of his banners and, you know, some banners that would be loyal to the Targaryens. Now it's, it's known that the Lannisters are loyal to the Targaryens, so I would assume the Lannisters go with them. Do you but think th- there's a rift there, though, too? I don't know. Kind of, because they're kind of, like, hating each other, too. Right. But, like, it's clear the High Towers are probably going to split. I think so. Um, Sir Criston is obviously going to fight with them. Right. You know, because and he hates Rhaenyra now because he thinks that she thinks that he's her whore. <laughs> okay? And then, like, Corlys Valerion... Um, it's hard to say now with the marriage to Rhaenyra, but he might end up, but what right. if he finds out that Rhaenyra is not decent anymore? Maybe that ends up an issue. True. Here, who the heck is Damon going to fight for? Like, that's what uh, I want to know because like part of me wants to be like, well, cause Damon. Okay. Cause here's the thing. Damon. Damon. <laughs> uh, as soon as Damon kills everybody, he's <laughs> the rightful king. Exactly. But here's the trick. The other side of the Rhaenyra thing is Aegon. Not Damon. Oh, right. Theoretically, Damon should hate Aegon too. Well, um, he might, and it, it will. He might, and who knows? Who honestly? Who knows what direction it's going to take? It changes so fast. And then the other thing too is the preview. Everyone is what? How how much older? Like five years. Oh, older? dude, yeah, it's way in the future. And somehow the king is still, it's still alive. alive. Yeah, Mister. <laughs> our over under was wrong. Otto Hightower is like he's not gonna live to be an old man. I'm like he's still around, he's, bro. And, this, <laughs> and Rainier is like a middle aged different actress now. <laughs> I know. I know that was so distracting during the preview. Elena and I was like, is that Rainier? Yeah. What was so surprising about them doing the recast there too is the chick who played Rhaenyra is awesome. First of all, right. And when you and I have already talked about that, but second of all, like Daenerys Targaryen ages, presumably a decade and a half in Game of Thrones, and she just kind of looks the same the whole time, and it's fine. I'm actually right. surprised they opted to go that route. I'm surprised too. And they kind of, from, from what it looked like, I don't really think they looked all that similar. Mm-mm. Other than just the bleach blonde hair, I mean that was. And super pale skin. That was about as, as, you know, alike as they got. Well, recasting, because, I mean, like, for instance, in Star Wars, like, recasting, like, two different Obi-Wans that's, that are filmed decades apart right. and take place decades apart, like, you can get some buy-in there, for right? sure. But, like, getting buy-in for a recast, like, mid-season over aging, and, but yeah. then not aging out other characters, that's definitely a unique style It there. is, and how easy it is to make someone look older, too. Yeah. You through, know what I mean? Through makeup. Through makeup. Or, like, making them dress older. Yeah, exactly. To, to the way they talk and exactly. their mannerisms. Exactly. So yeah. That was, that was odd. And then it was kind of funny, too, because in, in, um, in the preview, she just looked like a tired, washed-up mom. Dude. Not that all moms are tired and washed up, but 
Just saying, she looked very burdened. Luke, anti-mom over here. Yeah, anti-mom. <laughs> um, hey, mom, if you're listening, I love you, by the way. <laughs> no, she she kind of looked washed. She she kind of looked like Alice. She looked worn out. Actually, this show pretty much makes makes it look like having a child is the worst thing ever. Oh, like, dude. Allison is completely drained when she is holding her, her children. They're always Rainier crying looks, really loud. <laughs> I know. Rainier <laughs> looks completely drained as well. The, the one time it happens to be a preview when she's around her kids. Yeah. Rainier's probably like, I wish I would have just ran off to Essos with with uh, with uh, uh, Kristen Cole. But he was, yeah, apparently he was just a ticking time bomb, just oh, yeah. ready to go just, off. Just, just ready to literally pound. How did you feel? How, how oh, did Luke do it. over the, the pulped scalp? So there was probably, there was probably four or five times when I looked at Elena and I was like, why are we watching the show? <laughs> I, I, the show doesn't make us happy. We hate the show. <laughs> No, this show takes energy for me to watch, Jason. I'm doing this because I'm your best. He's friend. doing this for you guys. I'm doing He's this for the. I'm doing this for the the gram. Putting himself through the ringer for the sake for the sake of the show. My soul is getting tarnished for this show. So, are you ready for my my crazy theory? Yeah. So, and Absolutely. again, with the exception of the YouTube comment, which broke down eighty percent of the show, <laughs> uh, and the the episode of Game of Thrones that reveals the end. Uh, with exception of those two monumental details, uh-huh. I have not done any other research on how this is going to go. So my theory now is I think Damon and Rhaenyra end up allying against Aegon in the High Towers. Oh, and that ends up being the dragon battles. Is like Aegon. But then, and- how is Rhaenyra going to get eaten by Damon's dragon? Is he just going to flip flip no, sides no, no, no. on her? Hold on, uh, Joffrey says that's Rhaenyra Targaryen. She was eaten by her brother's dragon. Oh, not her while uncle's her dragon. her son watched. Not mm. her uncle's dragon. So I think it's going to be... And by the way, I don't know if you picked up on this, but we talked a little bit about it two episodes ago when we were talking about Cersei and her comments about how when the Targaryens would have a kid, it was like the gods were flipping a coin and it would either yeah. be a nice person or a crazy, or a crazy person. Yeah. Like in that preview, Aegon looks more than a little bit crazy. Oh, I didn't notice. Dude. You didn't see him with the long white hair, the weird face, and he's like, he's just like, Dracarys, no. <laughs> burn it off. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I didn't know. I was just trying to figure out. I was like, is that right, Nira? No. Yes. yes. It has to be. Who I can't tell. Be? Yeah. <laughs> She's white hair. It's one of the new actresses that plays the actress that's only 10 years older than she was and could have looked the same. Yeah. Um, that was that was literally so distracting. I didn't even notice. I, I hear you. I don't blame, I don't blame you uh, for getting a little confused. Uh, but yeah, so my that's my theory is that it ends up being Damon and Rhaenyra and their associated allies versus the the Aegon and and High Towers and whoever they can get together. I feel like I feel like if I could, if there was one group throughout this whole entire show that just showed some like honor and decency, I would be like rooting for them, and I think I'd buy into the show more. Ironically, it's Viserys, and he's the weakest one. I know. See, and that's just that's what's hard about it. He's like he's not a bad guy. He's just again, he's just not a great king. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. And clearly has some messed up stuff going on health wise that is just not quite capable capable of finishing him off. No. He keeps passing out. He's all weak. Oh dude, it's ridiculous. So what'd you think of the scene when um when Lenor and um Rhaenyra walking on the beach and they start talking talking about uh, geese and, and ducks. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was literally I'm like, is Rhaenyra just like a straight up racist? Like I thought she was talking about 
they're, they're being different races. She's like, I like this type, and you like this type. I was like, is that really what this is about? I and couldn't it, tell. Like, Carly and I were looking at, looking at each other and like, what is she getting at well, here? And then it became clear. Right. Like, it, suddenly it became clear. But right. Yeah, yeah. And Elena and I were like, what is happening in this show? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, you're cool with your cousin, but you can't marry someone who's not your race? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 definitely, I definitely was up in the air about what they were referring to for a solid, like, 10 seconds. Right, on and then beach. it became ex- exceedingly clear, yeah. The other thing that was weird about that scene is, like, just in general, you can tell in Game of Thrones there's, like, a hefty rumor mill. Rumor mill. And you see this in the other Game of Thrones show, too, because, like, uh, the handful of people that have their proclivities, like everyone in the realm like knows about it and it's like part like for instance like sir loris tyrell is gay in, in game of thrones and like everyone's talking about marrying him off because the tyrells are a super wealthy house but like it's kind of well known that he's also gay you know what i mean yeah and like then there's like wild stuff where joffrey's like i would i would uh, kill everybody in the in in king's landing that was gay if i had the choice or something like that <laughs> and then like, like and then like the tyrell chick looks at him and is like well that's your right to do so if you want because you're the king and he's like you're right you're just like holy cow! <laughs> like this is some crazy <laughs> stuff going on. Here. It's so wild. Definitely, definitely not. Uh, uh, definitely not up to the standards of of, of twenty twenty. There's or twenty twenty two. There's no doubt. Right. Um, but definitely an interesting episode. Definitely a lot For happening sure. there. And uh, they're definitely. You could tell that the this show is trying. It's very different from Game of Thrones in the sense that like Game of Thrones starts with the beginning of the actual conflict between the Starks and the Lannisters. And and things move forward in time at a at a very measured pace. This clearly, there's clearly a moment in time where the civil war begins, right? And rather than starting there and counting on you to fill in the gaps with research or God knows what else, they clearly decided to start significantly further back and plant the seeds yeah, by dropping cool. into time at these various different points, right? Which is a really interesting well, way to tell a story, and and I can't, I don't think it's fair for us to really, even though we're shitting on the recasting a little bit, I don't think it's fair for us to really judge it until we see the final product. I think you know I, I mean? I'd agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with you. Are you liking uh, Are you liking Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings better at this point? So. <sighs> Say Game of Thrones on this episode and the next episode. Say it's not a fair Lord question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fair question because on the Game of Thrones front, I'm more committed to it in general because of the original show. I, I enjoyed Lord of the Rings, but it's, since, it's been so damn long since I watched it. Yeah. And like, I'm getting a little bit more invested in the show as, Game uh, of Thrones. as, uh, as time goes on. But I can't really... I would like to circle back to this question after season one of both okay. series is That's over. That's completely fair. You know what else is cracking me up? Like Lola is just you guys remember Lola? She's she's been put in timeout because last time she walked in front of the camera and it went out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> and so so she's inside and she's barking. She's barking to the best of her ability and we can barely hear her. Yes. Because she is the smokerist of smoker barks I've she's, ever heard. Yeah, she's like an old man that's been smoking for 60 years. <laughs> but she's apparently too. We, okay, so about Lola. Our, for our viewers, we, we went to the, the Humane Society one night and, and no, actually no, I take that back. Elena went to the Humane Society after we decided we weren't going to get a dog. And then she calls me when I'm at work and she's like, 
I found this dog and she's beautiful. She's a great Pyrenees. They found her at the dump. So it's literally, <laughs> that's literally where Lola came from. They found Lola at the dump. And uh, we jokingly called her a garbage hound for weeks. <laughs> still is. <laughs> she will always be. And she's got this smoker's bark. She apparently was addicted to cigarettes before we adopted her. So maybe but that's why she has Valley Fever. I absolutely love Lola. She's oh, the she's best. A great dog. She, she's incredibly needy. But I absolutely love her. She's, she's decent. She's everything that Game of Thrones is not. <laughs> <laughs> Straightforward with her intentions. She right. knows what she wants. And full of love. There's no backstepping. <laughs> Did you have anything else from no, this episode? that was it. All right. Uh, as always, we appreciate your guys' support. We will be back um, tomorrow with Lord of the Rings. We'll see yeah. you guys then.